At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It's another edition of The Edge here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Jonathan Ontobel and Matt Humans with you here today on this episode of The Edge. Dave Coke will be with us, discuss a lot in terms of Major League Baseball. Uh, but we begin, not Major League Baseball, not with the NBA, but Matt Humans has some breaking news in the space of sports betting. So, Matt, take it away. What's going on, man? All right, JVT, let's open the show with this. Nick Bogdanovich. veteran Vegas bookmaker, one of the most respected guys in the business, great guy, back in the game. He's going to join Circus Sports. Derek Stevens confirmed today. Another great move by Derek and Matt Metcalf at Circus Sports. So it's great to have Nick Bogdanovich back. He was at William Hill until last August when some changes uh, took place over there. So Nick Bogdanovich to Circus Sports. And how about Chris Andrews, the South Point Sportsbook director? He's going to open college football lines on the games of the year on Friday afternoon. Right okay. here at this book at the South Point. So uh, Nick Bogdanovich and Chris Andrews with a couple of announcements here early today. All right, I'm down. I like it. Over at Circa, of course, amassing a whole bunch of talent behind that counter. It's an absolutely know how great that place is. And uh-huh. it's only going to get smarter and better in terms of what they're going to offer for betters out there. Uh, and for Chris Andrews, we know that's one of his darlings in terms of games of the year. So I'm going to assume on Friday that we have some college football uh, content here on the edge. huh? Yeah, Chris said it's probably going to be around 1.30 Uh, when he puts up the games of the year. So I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get him on the show uh, before we're off the air at two, but we'll try to. But anyway, uh, in the past, Chris has put up about 100 or more than 100 games of the year. And uh, that 
uh, is going to happen Friday afternoon around 1.30. He has not nailed down a time, so okay. uh, we'll I like forward it. to that. All right, good news in the world of sports betting. And we also have good news because, of course, Matt, uh, the NBA Finals quickly approach. This thing's going to tip off tomorrow. And I know we kind of wanted to open each show with a different angle on these NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we kind of covered it from a, a big perspective, right? The, the series as a whole, Finals MVP. They didn't talk much about Game 1. You did kind of give your assessment on it. So I wanted to ask you this as we open up with the Warriors holding strong as a 3.5-point favorite. What we've seen here in terms of a move is the total. Uh, this opened up 210.5. We're up to as high as 212.5 pretty much across the board. Uh, and as we were talking about this yesterday, you alluded to the fact that you thought it was a better spot for the uh, the, uh, the Warriors uh, in Game 1. And what I find really fascinating about this Game 1 matchup, Matt, and how this is going to go down you have a meeting between the two teams that are polar opposites of one another. What I mean by that is the Warriors come into this in the postseason, best net rating at home in non-garbage time minutes. Outscored their opponents in San Francisco by 16.6 points per 100 possessions. They're undefeated straight up at home in this postseason, 7-2 and two against the spread. And then you get the Celtics, who had the best non-garbage time net rating on the road in the postseason, who are 7-2 straight up, 7-1-1 against the spread on the road this year. Also covered 62%. Of their actually, no, excuse me, 66% of the road games in the regular season, 66.2 to be exact. This is an incredible meeting in this first two games because this is the best home team in the postseason taking on the best road team in the postseason. Yeah, you're right about that. Celtics have won seven games on the road in the playoffs against Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Miami. Uh, Pretty impressive to win games five and seven on South Beach, too. I I think uh, very rare in a playoff series to see a team go on the road and win games five and seven. Uh, the thing I'd be concerned about here with the Celtics is that the JVT, they played really tough back-to-back seven-game series against the Bucs and the Heat. And uh, in Sunday's Game 7, uh, I'm going to say Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Al Horford all played 44 minutes or more. Uh, so, And then you have to hit the road to San Francisco to open a series uh, three and a half days later, essentially. So I don't think it's a very good spot for the Celtics off that big game seven win, having to hit the road and play a team that's been outstanding uh, at home in the playoffs. One thing I love about this series, why I think it's going to go long, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a seven-game series. And since 2011, only two of uh, two NBA final series have actually gone the distance, have gone seven games. But both of these teams can win on the road. We know that, mm-hmm. and that's why I think we're going to see a long series. Yep. So uh, there's a couple of angles uh, for this series that, that are really, really fascinating. So I wanted to hear a couple of things from Steve Kerr um, when we talk about this matchup. First of which, uh, let's talk a little bit about just what Steve Kerr sees from this Boston team defensively. Remember, they met right near the end of the regular season. It was actually the game uh, in which Steph Curry got injured. Uh, but Kerr, in media availability, referred to this mat as when he looked back at that matchup, it was kind of a thing that like a foreseeing things to come with Boston. He realized this team's going to be really freaking good defensively. I think uh, that game was a really good indicator of how how good Boston is defensively, um, and that was kind of right at the height of their rebound after you know after the new year where they kicked it into gear and and started playing um, fantastic defense. We felt it that night. You know they they were uh, they were really good at that end, and uh, and so that uh, that tape is definitely uh, helpful for us in trying to. Uh, prepare for them now. And the basketball nerd in me, Matt, when it comes to this is 
I like when you look at it, like this is a team that I think in Boston that is kind of well suited to defend Golden State. They run a lot of off ball stuff. They like to run dribble handoffs. It's not traditional pick and roll things like just from the matchup itself. You think that it's going to go long and it's going to be a tight series. I would agree with that. But it's also just such a good basketball series like these two teams are going to throw everything at each other. And it's going to be really entertaining from a basketball IQ and play standpoint. That is true, and I wrote about that in Point Spread Weekly in my column today. I know you wrote about this series as well, and one thing that uh, I like about the Celtics and how they match up in this series, they've got five starters who I consider to be elite uh, defenders, and they've actually got a couple good defenders who come off the bench as well. And when you try to defend the Warriors, they run a lot of off-ball movement, like you said, screening, a lot of actions to try to get their shooters open. The Celtics switch on almost everything. So the Celtics, when you have defenders who are that versatile and that good, you can switch on everything, and you don't allow as many as open looks. And that's one thing the Warriors have feasted on in the West, JVT, is they face teams that are not very good defensively, not very good defensively on the perimeter especially, and they've had a lot of open looks, and those aren't going to – I don't think those looks are going to be there in this series against Boston. So you want some uh, some nerdy numbers on this because uh, this was part of the write-up up in Point Spread Weekly. Uh, and actually, Ime Udoka referred to this, and I think I talked about this the other day, uh, which like after the their beating of, of the Miami Heat in Game 7, I referred to the fact that, hey, you know, some of the stuff that Miami runs, it, it kind of helps us get ready for the Golden State Warriors. But how about this, Matt? Uh, if you look at the Golden State Warriors in terms of frequency of off-ball screens, led the league in the regular season, led the league in the postseason, averaging 1.07 points per possession when the play runs through an off-ball screen. Also, the second highest frequency of handoffs this postseason behind only the Heat, and they average 0.92 points per possession on those plays. But the Celtics, in terms of defending them, 0.85 points per possession on off-ball screens and 0.8 points per possession on handoffs. Like they're like they're a team. That's why I kind of think they match up well over the grand scheme of things. You alluded to it. They're kind of they're kind of built to take on the Golden State Warriors, and that's why. By the way, I mentioned the stat the other day. Well, there's only one franchise who's got a winning record against Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors during this era. It's Boston. Yeah, and the last time these teams met, March 16th. I know Curry did not play extensively in that game, but the Celtics yep. won 110 to 88 at Golden State. So it's not like they're going to be uh, filled with fear that they can't win on the road in this series. I think both teams have a lot of confidence they can win on the road. Uh, I do think the matchup is really intriguing when you're talking about an X's and O's basketball perspective. Uh, But there are so many great storylines in this series, too, and that's why it's going to be great uh, for betting and the the wagering handle on this as well. I think there's there's a lot of hype, and the hype is – not phony. I, I think this is one of those series that deserves the hype. Let's put it that way. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think this is going to be a great series. And I don't like to predict a series to go seven games. I always hope a series will go seven games. Yeah. But, JBT, I really believe this one's got a great chance to go seven because of the, the team's ability to win on the road and the fact that the, uh, the Warriors with four home games are facing probably their most difficult matchup in the NBA in the Celtics. Yep, absolutely. So the other thing that I think is interesting from a narrative standpoint, Matt, uh, we, we sometimes you get a lot of false narratives, right? And what you're hearing a lot of, hey, man, the Warriors, they have experience. And yes, they have like NBA finals experiences. They're sixth NBA finals uh, in the last eight years. Mm-hmm. However, I think we tend to forget this is a very experienced Boston Celtics team. And Steve Kerr put it pretty well the other day when he talked about this team's experience. Remember, this is a team that's made multiple trips to a conference finals. Here's Kerr during media availability the other day again. Boston is hardly a young team, you know. Um, So just because they haven't been to the finals doesn't mean they don't have experience. I mean, you look at, at 
I think Al Horford has played in 150 playoff games or something. Uh, you know, the, their core group of uh, Marcus, uh, Smart, you know, Jason, Jalen, been in the conference finals four of the last six years, something like that, uh, three of the last five. I, I don't know exactly, but point is they've all played a bunch of playoff games. Um, so they're not a young team. They're, they're a, an experienced team. Um, been through an awful lot, not only in this postseason, but the last several years. And, uh, and so it, to me, it's really two uh, very experienced teams going head to head. Yeah, Matt, remember a few years ago, you and I, we were riding that Celtics train. Remember when nobody believed in them mm -hmm. and they were taking on the Philadelphia 76ers when the 76ers busted out when it was Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid running into the postseason. And that was the, the original core of Brown, Tatum and Smart. But Smart and Brown have been around since the Isaiah Thomas Celtics team. That team went to the Eastern Conference Finals. And together, these three have been to three different Eastern Conference Finals. So I, I kind of laugh when I hear like that, you know, it's experience versus non. Like this is a team that's kind of been knocking on the door for a really long time. Yeah, it is, but it's also a different type of experience because the uh, the Warriors have three guys who are uh, three-time NBA champions who are now going to be playing their sixth finals, and the Celtics don't have a guy who's ever played in the finals. Uh, yeah. I mean, there is a difference. The, the Warriors have 123 games of NBA finals experience on the roster. The Celtics have zero. And I, if there's any time that that might show, it would be in game one. But we'll see. I, uh, that's just one of the many storylines to the series. I think the experience edge... Uh, matters. I don't think it's a huge, huge deal. Um, but the, uh, the Celtics, like you said, they've, they've been to the conference finals. They've played in big games. They're not going to be intimidated by the moment. Uh, but the Warriors do have an NBA Finals experience edge, no doubt about it. Big one. Yeah, I can't wait. This is going to be a great one. All right, uh, we'll come back. We have plenty left to get to. Dave, uh, Dave Koch is going to join us, uh, of course, during this hour. We have a lot in Major League Baseball, too. Don't go anywhere. It's the Edge here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's it. going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSN, the sports betting network. All right, go to vsin.com, check out the betting splits. Great betting resource tool for you to use. Money and bets for every game. You can see the percentages. It's updated every 10 minutes uh, for today's games and future events. vcin.com, a lot of great content up there. Before you make your next bet, be be sure to visit vcin.com to check out the current betting splits data. JVT. All right, let's. Let's get back to last night, Major League Baseball, Matt, because um, we um, we got to talk about the Dodgers. Uh, this has been a pretty incredible stretch here for Los Angeles. And uh, what did we talk about yesterday, right, as the market came right back and despite losing to the Pirates, that's fine. It's Julio Rios is on the hill. Let's drive this bad boy back up in terms of a price. Uh, what was it, like minus 360, I think it got to yesterday, minus 350. Uh, but we discussed the underlying numbers for Rios. Uh, wasn't pitching that well. If you looked at some of the underlying statistics, it maybe was up for getting dinged around. And sure enough, on consecutive nights, the starter for the Dodgers gets beat up. Six innings pitched, eight earned, or excuse me, eight hits, four earned runs for Arias. Does strike out eight, but gets taken deep twice. And the Dodgers fall yet again to the Pittsburgh Pirates, five to three, as a three dollar and sixty five cent favorite yesterday. What a debacle for the Dodgers the last two nights. <laughs> it is. I mean, when you're north of a $3 favorite and you lose at home twice to a, a team that's uh, seven games under 500, what's the deal? Uh, you know, Dave Roberts came out before the season with a bold prediction. He said, we're going to win the World Series. Obviously, it's early. Uh, we're in the uh, first day of June. But the Dodgers are not playing like a team that's uh, going to win the World Series. JVT, we talked about it yesterday in the show. Dodgers – in my eyes, you're showing a lot of deficiencies. There's no consistency at the top of that starting rotation. Uh, Craig Kimbrell's not the lockdown closer in the bullpen, even though he just blew his first save. I think he's been a little bit shaky. I don't think he's who he used to be. 
And also, you got some guys in that lineup who just are not hitting. The Dodgers are lucky that Mookie Betts has caught fire here in the past month because Justin Turner, Max Muncy, even Freddie Freeman's only got four home runs at this point two months into the season. So I think a lot of guys are underachieving on that team right now. And the fact that uh, they got beat by the Pirates at home on back-to-back nights, that is a debacle for the Dodgers, no doubt about it. And, hey, I'm not going to be surprised if they lose again today. I know that you and I talked about this on yesterday's show. I said it's a mistake for betters to think, well, the Dodgers lost last night. There's no way they're going to lose two in a row to the Pirates. It's also a mistake to think, hey, they're, they're not going to lose three in a row. They are one and four against the Pirates this season. And I actually think the Pirates got the better pitcher on the mound today in Quintana, who's plus 220. Is John still with us? Okay, we'll try to get him back on the line. We're going to talk more about uh, what happened in baseball last night as well. Uh, how about the Angels and the Yankees? Uh, that was a popular play by a couple of cappers on VSIN yesterday. The Angels in the first five with Noah Syndergaard going uh, against Jordan Montgomery in the Bronx. And Shohei Otani hit a moonshot in the first inning. And Otani's moonshot was robbed in center by Aaron Judge. It was all downhill from there for the Angels. And uh, Thor got hammered. He left the game early, knocked out in the third inning, gave up five runs, and the Yankees extend the Angels' losing streak to six. The Angels now 3-10 and ten in their last 13. The Yankees won that game 9-1 to one as minus 125 favorites last night in the Bronx. And JVT, I know you're back on with us. You've got a World Series futures ticket on the Angels. We've seen this far too often from this Angels team under Joe Madden and under previous managers. Just when you start to get optimistic about this team, boom, uh, they underachieve, and here's a six-game losing streak. Right, and here's the thing, Matt, because there is a lot of like, oh, you know, relax. Everybody's freaking out now. The problem here is it's this, it's a carbon copy of every single season for mm. Anaheim. What always falls apart for the Angels? It's, it's not the offense. It's pitching, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and what do they do every year? And this is not because Thor has been solid. Noah Syndergaard has been solid. And some of the other arms have been fine. But that's the thing. You go and you buy low and you get arms that are fine. And there are stretches where they look okay. But at some point, you need some arms that you can rely on. And this has not really been the case. And I would say, Matt, that I still think they're a playoff team. I think that this offense is good enough, even though it didn't show yesterday, uh, that when you're looking at it from that standpoint, they're going to be able to outscore some teams, right? You saw that series against the Blue Jays, for example. They lost those four games. Three of them were one-run games. And one of them included a very poor defensive play in right field for the Angels. Like, just little things that go differently. Maybe they steal two of those games and they split instead of getting swept. So I don't think they're like going to fall apart to the point where they miss the postseason. They're still an odds-on favorite to do so. But do I think that maybe they're not the World Series contender that I believe them to be after watching the pitching at their peak? I would say yes. Like those beliefs have definitely been dashed a little bit here for the Angels. Yeah, and obviously you never want to overreact. There's a long way to go. Like you said, we got four months left in this season. The Angels, yep. though, JVT, they have to do something about this pitching staff. They got to make some improvements, especially to the bullpen, because uh, that's going to be the downfall. Of this team, there should be plenty of offense here in the long run, uh, but uh, yeah, I'm concerned about the pitching. And uh, the Angels right now have lost six in a row, and they got to face nasty Nestor Cortez tonight at Yankee Stadium. And uh, right now at Circus Sports, nasty Nestor is minus 176 against Detmers and the Angels. Hey, I wanted to um, I wanted to talk about another game from last night that I bet. And uh, I, I should have bet it a different way because I think this is a good lesson for betters. No, no matter how long you've been betting baseball, you can make mistakes. And I made one last night. I bet Adam Wainwright against the Padres. Wainwright at minus 122. 
And I, I sat there and I thought, maybe I should bet this first five. Now nah, I'm going to go ahead and bet the game. I like Wainwright. He'll, he'll probably go seven innings, something like that. Well, he did go seven. He went 115 pitches, worked his tail off. Uh, he grinded it out, allowed two hits. He dominated for seven innings. He left with a ten two, strikeouts. Yeah, 10 Ks, one walk, left with a 2 nothing lead. All that great work he did in two hours, ruined in five minutes by a relief pitcher who came in, faced three batters, and gave up a double and a home run. Uh, so then I had to sit there and be aggravated for the next 90 minutes, waiting for the Cardinals to sweat out a 3-2 to two win in extra innings when I should have bet the first five, JVT. Yep, hey, yeah. you got it done, but you're right. Like You and I talked about it before. I mean, personally, uh, first five is something I rely on heavily. It's just these bullpens get, as we've talked about multiple times, extremely random. You know, we're talking about that Toronto and Anaheim series. Part of the reason why those were so whole scoring, it wasn't just the Angels bullpen that was wild. The Toronto Blue Jays bullpen is in the bottom half of the league and fielding independent for relievers. So, like, that, it gets – to me, it's just you're paying always, Matt, as you know, and betters know. You're always paying a little bit extra when you're talking about betting these first fives. But for me, at least, that kind of a price in certain situations, not all the time, but that kind of a price is worth paying a little fee, a few extra cents on it. If I know that I'm just getting, for the most part, the pitcher that I am handicapping and the pitcher that he is opposing, as opposed to when you're looking at the game like you're talking about yesterday, and the Gallegos comes in after seven innings of work away and right and then has to work around and then just get knocked around to one inning of work and gives up two earned runs, and all of a sudden you're in dangerous territory, you know? They gave up a double and then a two-run yep. homer to Trent Grisham. Come on. Yeah. And uh, the Cardinals did lead that 2 nothing after five, and it was tied up 2-2 in the eighth. And uh, the Cardinals got a walk-off from – how about Albert Pujols? Back from the dead, JVT. I know a lot of people wrote him off, and uh, when the Angels let him go and he signed with the Dodgers, well, he can't help the Dodgers. He did help the Dodgers uh, last year. Last night in the 10th inning, uh, Albert – Got the walk-off on a uh, sacrifice fly. He walked off a game for the 22nd time in his career on Tuesday night. The only players with more walk-off RBIs since RBIs became an official stat in 1920 are Frank Robinson and Dusty Baker. So uh, Prince Albert uh, makes history last night and helps the Cardinals win a game and win a bet for me. So thanks, Albert. That uh, fact courtesy at ESPN Stats and Info. Uh, JVT, I, uh, what's that? Go ahead. Do I, do I ignore the 218 batting average, or are you just like, yeah, Albert's back, everything's fine? No, no. So, well, there's a lot of guys in the majors with low batting averages. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a long, long list of uh, quality names out there, guys who, who aren't hitting um, above 250. But I, I think he's just, let's put it this way, he's been able to contribute. I think a lot of people thought he was done, and he couldn't contribute at all about a year ago at this time. So at least I thought last night he had some of the best at-bats on the Cardinals roster. I watched yep. the entire game in the Cardinals lineup. They had a lot of guys, even Nolan Arenado had a terrible at-bat in the 10th inning. He popped out, and then Albert came in and did what he had to do to drive in the game-winning run. So he can still have quality at-bats, and I think some people doubted that about a year ago. Yeah, he's not going to hit 300. He's not even going to hit 250, but – uh, he's still capable of doing something, contributing to a, a win. How about the uh, Reds last night? They won at Fenway 2-1. to one. Yep. A lot of people thought the Reds were dead about a month ago. Uh, the Reds certainly showing some life here. Green is on the mound tonight against the Red Sox at Fenway, and uh, Green is plus 176. He's given up a lot of home run balls this season, JVT. Yep. Well, and I wonder, too, I mean, you talk about the way that the Red Sox lost that. I mean, their lineup had been mashing absolutely yeah. on fire uh-huh. coming into this series against Cincinnati. And then all of a sudden just completely disappears after a weekend uh, in which they performed pretty well. And you would think they're going to perform better against Green. Uh, but having said that, it looks like clearly maybe uh, they have kind of uh, 
maybe worn out in terms of how hot they're going to be with those bats, Matt. But Green might be the guy in terms of long ball issues that they come back to life here against Cincy. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Boston Bats get the Green tonight, who's a really exciting young pitcher with electric stuff, but he gets hit hard sometimes. Speaking of the Reds, former Reds general manager Wayne Krivsky is going to be on the show with us uh, Friday afternoon to uh, talk baseball here on the Edge. Well, we got a good slate of baseball games coming up later, so let's talk to Dave Koken about it. He'll join us, get his thoughts on some of the later games on the schedule, and also with an eye on the Memorial coming up this weekend too, right? This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, the VSIN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Adam Burke's Daily MLB Best Bets, JVT's NBA, Andy McNeil on the Stanley Cup playoffs. If you want the full VSIN experience, daily best bet emails, every edition of Point Spread Weekly. Use of our betting tools on a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. VSIN.com slash summer to sign up now. vcin.com slash summer. All right, let's welcome in Dave Koken. Nice enough to give us some time today as we go through everything Major League Baseball and golf as well. But Dave, I wanted to start with the Angels after they get smacked around to the Bronx yesterday. They come back. Uh, they get uh, nasty Nestor Cortez, as Matt Eumanns lovingly refers to him. Reed Detmer's on the other side. So two-part question here. One, uh, we get Cortez up to a seventy-five favorite. Seems apt given the way that the uh, Angels have been pitching yep. and the way that Cortez has. Uh, the other part of this is, is this the stretch now where we start to see the Angels get exposed? Because the next two weeks, it's a pretty rough schedule for L.A. It is, and that old problem has occurred once again for the Angels. They can't get guys out in the late innings. Their bullpen is terrible. So once again, if you uh, when you're handicapping Angels games, I think if you're looking at the Angels side, you got to look at them as a first five and not a full game. And if you're looking to play against the Angels, go ahead and look full game because you've got to Reasonably good chance to get to that exposed bullpen late. Dave, let's talk Reds and Red Sox. And that Red Sox lineup was red hot, but the Reds beat them 2-1 to one last night at Fenway. By the way, brings up a great memory for you. That was the Reds' first win at Fenway Park since Game yep. 7 of the World Series in 1975, right? Yes, it was. I was not there for that game. <laughs> I, 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 was, I, I was there for Games 1 and 2 in that World Series, but um, I was not there for Games 6 and 7 and uh, wow. I, I've always figured that had I been there, they probably would have won. <laughs> What's, what do you think of uh, tonight's matchup? Green against Whitlock with the Red Sox almost $2 favorites, total of 8.5. And, and Green's a guy who's got electric stuff, but he's been hit hard at times this season. I'm not all that excited by Hunter Green. Okay. Uh, yeah, he throws hard, but it's a straight fastball. He does have a good slider, but he does not have a third pitch. And I, I, I'll give you a prediction. Off, I, I think he's going to end up in the bullpen eventually. He's a two-pitch guy, and two-pitch guys usually end up in the bullpen. So I think the hype on Hunter Green is not real. Uh, Red Sox off two bad games offensively. I would expect them to get a little bit healthier tonight. Uh, however, this game might not get played from what I understand. The weather not good in Boston, so there could be a delay or a postponement. Weather not good in Boston. Okay. Heard that Shocker. before. Yeah. Uh, Dave, get your thoughts on the, this Dodgers debacle of the past two nights. They've lost Ooh. as big favorites, over $3 favorites against the Pirates, 
And today they've got White at about minus 250 against Quintana and the Pirates. Can the Pirates win three in a row? Probably not. But, you know, you look at the standings and there's the Pirates. They're only like six games under 500, which I think is a lot better than most people thought they would be. So they're showing some signs of life. And I don't think they're a win tonight, uh, but maybe it's time to start giving the Pirates some consideration as big dogs against some of these teams that they might not be overmatched against. Uh, but I do think the Dodgers get the win tonight and avoid the sweep. Dave, uh, let's go to Toronto. Uh, really curious your thoughts here. Chicago White Sox uh, taking on the Blue Jays. They've won six straight. They've won 11 yep. out, I think, 15 at this point. Uh, it's Ryu taking on Kopech. And the market's moving in the White Sox direction. And this is one that I had circled today because initially, you know, you like Kopech stuff. But Ryu's kind of settled down here a little bit. And this yep. White Sox lineup is beat to hell. Like, they are very shorthanded. Do you agree with the market move? Because we're down to plus 108 after opening plus 120 for the White Sox. No, I really don't agree with it. I know the White Sox have a great history against lefties, but all that's with Tim Anderson in the lineup, and he's not there. Uh, the Blue Jays have really started to hit the baseball. And while Kopech's got great stuff, this Toronto offense, it's loaded. And now that they're starting to hit, they're a dangerous team. So I think the price is too cheap at this point, and I would have to look at the Blue Jays here. Are you are you buying in real quick? Are you buying into this like little resurgence that we've seen from Ryu? His last three, 172 ERA, 346 fielding um, independent, Rays, Reds, Angels? Yes and no. I, I think if he can stay healthy, yes. The problem is he can't stay healthy. And at this point, that's the likelihood is he's going to get hurt again at some point in the next 30 days or so because that's just what Ryu does at this point. He can't stay on the field. This is not a guy who's going to make 25, 30 starts anymore. All right, let's go to the ice with uh, Smoking Dave Koken. Follow him on Twitter, at Dave Koken. Dave, uh, did you enjoy the Oilers-Avalanche game last night? An avalanche of goals scored by Colorado, 8-6 to six final. It earmarks of the first game of the Edmonton-Calgary series where they, they get blown out and then somehow get back in the game. And they took tremendous confidence out of that game one loss to the Flames and I don't think they're going to control the series like they did against Calgary, but I think Colorado has got themselves a dangerous opponent at this point. Edmonton comes out of that game feeling good about themselves, at least offensively. I'm going to take them uh, tomorrow for a small play at a big plus price. And uh, seven juiced to the over, but you got to play the over. The goaltending just isn't there for either team, and they're going to go up and down the ice. I, this is a series where I just think if you play the over in every game you're probably going to you get my cash every game i don't know if there's going to be any unders in this series <laughs> are right, you going to look at the oilers plus 160 right now to south point a total of seven over minus 135 or 140 if you want to play it over any thoughts on uh, tonight's game the rangers and the um, lightning situation favors the rangers because they the team that's had a lot of time off often struggles a little bit but I mean, the Lightning are on a roll, and the Rangers have not faced, they haven't faced an A-list goaltender at all in these two series. Uh, now they are. I'm not going against Tampa. I hope the Rangers win tonight, then I'll come back with Tampa in game two. Um, other than that, I'm going to sit this one out because I just don't know how sharp the Lightning are going to be. But I think Tampa's going to win the series. 
Hey, Dave, real quick, on, uh, last note on hockey to get your thoughts. So Rangers, obviously, a small underdog at home. I think at this point they've only lost, what, one home game in the postseason, and that was to, yep. to Pittsburgh at the beginning of that series. How important is home ice, or is this just more about goaltenders and how well they're playing? I think it's more about the goalies and how well they're playing. Home ice is not that big a deal in the NHL playoffs, despite the fact that it has been in the Rangers game so far. But I, I don't I don't weigh that that heavily here. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt Memorial this weekend, right? Yeah, it was a pretty good tournament. Uh, a lot of big names there. DJ's not going to be there, Dave. He's uh, off to the Saudi Arabia tour. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, the Saudis can keep uh, Sergio, too. Keep him, never send him back. Uh, but we've got the Memorial Tournament in Ohio this week, Jack's Tournament, and uh, this is always one of the high-profile yep. non-majors. And, uh, Dave, I want to get your uh, thoughts here. It looks like you and I match up on one play this week. I, I looked at Tita Green, guys, precision Tita Green players, and Colin Morikawa fit the yep. profile for me this week at 23-1. to 1. I am on Morikawa as well. He hit the ball beautifully last week. He just couldn't make a putt on the, uh, in the opening round. He missed like six putts from inside six feet. And from there on in, he was just in practice mode. He did make the cut. Plays well on this course. I think he's a, a strong bounce-back candidate. Uh, I'm staying on a couple other guys who, uh, look, Pereira really impressed me last week, coming out of a heartbreaking loss in a major. And he was right there in contention again. Uh, this guy's ready to win. And so is, is Davis, uh, Davis Riley, uh, uh, one top 10 after another. He basically had one bad drive that cost him the tournament last week. The guy I'm most worried about that I didn't play is Cameron Young, who's got three straight top threes, I believe, and is still a decent price, 35 to 1, but you can't play them all. So I took Marikawa, Riley, and Pereira. Yeah, I've got Cameron Young this week too, but I've been playing him a lot and uh, finishing second and third with him a lot. Uh, but he's going to break through at some point. Yep. Unfortunately, when I started playing him, he was about 100 to 1. Now he's down to 35 to 1 uh, this week. Davis Riley, I was on him last week too, only because you were on him and Jeff Sherman of the Westgate Superbook uh, liked him a lot too. Uh, 50 to 1, I think, is a pretty good price on him. And yes. Dave, yeah. I was, you know, I was impressed. Mito Pereira bounced back from that crushing playoff loss in the PGA. Actually, he didn't even make the playoff, just the crushing way he lost it at the PGA. Uh, he bounced back and played really well last week in Texas. Yeah, I'm glad I don't play matchups yeah. because if I if I were a matchup player, I'd have been loading up against Pereira last week, and I'd have gotten my lunch handed to me. I'd assume. Uh, so he did show a lot. His game is terrific, and I think the next time he gets to the leaderboard, at uh, the top of the leaderboard, he's going to win. I don't think he'll blow another one. He's he's ready to break through and get a victory. There's a lot of guys we're talking about ready to break through and get a first time PGA Tour win. Yeah, the guys in the playoff at the PGA, Jordan, or excuse me, uh, Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris did not play well last week. But Mito Pereira did. Dave, good luck in. Uh, uh, hockey and golf, and uh, thanks for coming on today. Smoking Dave Koken. Always a pleasure, guys. Good luck. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Hey, Matt, I got a headline for you. You ready for this? Yep. I want your thoughts. Bryson DeChambeau says he's ready to contend, finally enjoying golf again, and he is fully healed and ready to roll. I would not bet on him. I would only bet <laughs> against him. I would only bet against him. I, he is, he's not been a factor at all uh, this year so far. No, he is not. Uh, but, hey, man, he's in a right spot mentally. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we got plenty left to clean up here on the edge. Get Matt's thoughts on a couple of baseball games, uh, including the San Francisco Philly game, which is going to get started in about uh, an hour and a half.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Be ready for a fresh start, and we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 Challenge. Switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes. And strengths, Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at ZYN.com slash 10. Zen.com slash 10. 
Zen Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 and older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. And warning, this product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Uh, let's get the best bets. A big golf event in Vegas today and uh, more to wrap up the show today, JVT. Uh, yeah, well, you want to start with uh, the match because uh, I got to tell you, after I think like the second one, uh, I'm out. And uh, I think is this number six, <laughs> I, don't I know. believe, is the case. Uh, as I, really, I, and if, I like, I the, I like the one last summer quite a bit. The one they had up in the mountains in Montana. I thought that was a pretty cool event. Uh, I think the – are you referring to the last one, the Brooks Kepka bryson DeChambeau? Does that one count? Or are we just talking about non-golfers? Are we talking about like uh, football players and celebrities? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I just know that up on the DraftKings like, uh, board – it says the match VI odds, and I, I would assume that they're all counting, right? Because we're at number six at this point. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, this one uh, you're gonna have a fair amount of people watching it because you got the four highest-profile quarterbacks in the NFL right now involved: Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers on a team against Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And at the Circus Sportsbook right now, Brady Rodgers minus 180 against the Young Guns, Allen and Mahomes plus one. 55. This is at the uh, Wynn Golf Course. I saw Brady Rogers get as high as uh, minus two dollars at one point, yep. and I think um, actually I think uh, a couple bets came in on the underdog side, kind of dropped this line down a little bit. All right, so the match is going to use a shamble format. JVT, you know all about the shamble format, right? You want to go ahead and explain that? Uh, of course they do, Matt, but for, for everybody who's listening who doesn't really know what's going on, and you, you can say it much more eloquently than I can. Go ahead. Okay, I, I know I'll, what you're talking I'll go about. ahead and explain the shamble format. All right, so uh, each team uses its best drive and then uh, plays to the hole. And a shamble play, unlike a scramble, which uh, in the VSIN Invitational, we're going to have a two-man uh, scramble, each golfer has to get to the hole on their own after the tee shot. So it's a slight variation from the uh, – traditional best ball golf tournament. I think um, I think Aaron Rodgers is the best player of this foursome as far as we know. I know Jeff Sherman at the Westgate Superbook told me he thinks Rodgers has a, quote, immense advantage in this tournament, mm. which is why uh, Rodgers and uh, Brady got up to minus $2 in this tournament today. Right now at the Westgate, it's minus 175 plus 155. So mostly it looks like, uh, from what I see, small bets coming in on the underdog side with Allen and Mahomes, and I, I would assume JVT, a lot of people who are watching this are just betting on their favorite quarterback, right? I like that, the Bills. Yeah. I like Josh Allen. I like Patrick Mahomes. I'll take plus 155. I was going to say, yeah, just <clears throat> take the plus price and then go from there, I think is probably what a lot of people are doing. Yeah. And you guys threw it up. There, there's a lot of different props up the, that are out there. To lead first, to leader after X amount of holes, most par winners, hole-in-one. How about that? You want that? Uh, 200 to one that we get a hole-in-one here. Tom Brady did post what I assume is an undoctored video, Matt Humans, drone footage of him hitting a hole-in-one shot on TikTok. I, I assume that he actually hit that and that we're probably going to get one here. I don't know, but Brady, I think in the, uh, in the event two years ago, was that the event with Charles Barkley and uh, I think Phil Mickelson? Was, didn't Brady hole out from the fairway? That he did. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Brady. He's not bad. He's got the magic touch. Anyway, you got hole four nearest, uh, closest to the pen. It's uh, Brady and Rodgers minus 130. Aaron Rodgers, what was funny to me last year when they had this thing over the summer, it was Rodgers and DeChambeau. And Aaron Rodgers carried Bryson DeChambeau for uh, long stretches of that match. <laughs> he was the better player of the twosome. And that's why they're favored. Anyway, let's get that on did. to uh, 
golf best bets. Talked about these on yesterday's show. Also on uh, long shots, best bets this week for the Memorial Tournament. Dave Koken and I match up on Colin Morikawa. 22-1 is what I grabbed him at. at um, I think that number is at Circus Sports. Will Zalatoris, I'm going to keep playing Willie Z till he, till he wins. 33-1. Uh, to 1. But he does profile well on this course. I'm talking about Tita Green players. He, he leads the tour and strokes gain Tita Green and approach. Cameron Young at 35 to 1. Guy's been outstanding, Tita Green, in his last uh, three tournaments. And Max Homa, 42 to 1. Aaron Wise is my long shot at 77. And I'm playing John Rahm, minus 125 over Rory. Rahm's got a great history. On this course, and of course, as we talked about yesterday, he led by six strokes at the end of the third round last year and had to withdraw because of COVID, JVT. You know all about that. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you'd put that out there. I don't, I don't know, know why you do that. Uh, <laughs> can I um, – look, you distracted me. Uh, all right. You um, you got anything in baseball? I didn't have anything in baseball today um, because I threw out to Dave one of the games that I, that I had circled, but what eventually got me off was a lot of the injuries for the White Sox. I do agree with the market moving off of uh, that plus 120 with Kopech and the Sox today who are taking on Toronto. Did you have anything for best bets in baseball? Actually, I was hoping to play the Yankees today, but I, I can't lay that price. price. Uh, yeah. 175 just prices me out of the game. The Angels are skidding right now, and um, – if you can get to their bullpen, you can beat them. And Detmers is the starter. So Cortez has a distinct advantage in this game, but I just can't lay 175 with the Yankees. But that was uh, the one that jumped off the page to me. And, um, I, you know, I know a lot of people got burned by the Dodgers the last two nights. Can you imagine how many people had the Dodgers on parlays the last two nights? Oh, we were talking about the guy at Circa yeah. was freaking out, right? He had him in like three different parlays. It just uh, it was a debacle for the Dodgers two nights in a row, and I thought it was a it was a gift for the bookmakers. I imagine they scooped the pot on that Pirates Dodgers game for the most part. Uh, I would not bet the Dodgers again today. Jose Quintana's got pretty good numbers across the board, and he's plus two twenty. I think he's the better pitcher in this uh, Pirates Dodgers matchup today. But no, I did not play him. I, I, it's a little bit too much to ask, I think, for the Pirates to win three in a row, even though they've got the better pitcher going. Yeah, and Quintana, his numbers like there's some room for, for a little bit of regression, but still much better than we've seen, especially uh, in his time uh, with the, the Cubs and whatnot, and with the Angels. But the six forty three ERA last year, two fifteen in the forty six innings pitched up to this point this season. And while there's some room, like I said, three twenty three fielding independent, that is still a really good fit to have if you're going to be a starting pitcher at this point. And uh, I will direct your attention, Matt, because we did just get this news to come down. Uh, it is official. It looks like 10 to 12 weeks for uh, Jean Segura, who is going to be out for the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, tried to lay down a bunt yesterday and took a pitch on the hand. It's a fractured right finger. Uh, so that's pretty big because Segura been hitting really well for the Philadelphia Phillies, as I know, because my fantasy baseball team is now beat to crap and Segura is one of the guys that's going to be missing. And now the Phillies get this 40 of uh, the 49ers of uh, the Giants today. They have been so bad, Matt. Uh, yesterday, bases loaded in extra innings. They can't get anything done. They lose that game to San Francisco. They're on this losing streak. They lost five in a row. You send out Nola, who's been pretty good, but you got to oppose Rodon with a shorthanded lineup. Uh, it does seem like this is a pretty tough situation for the Phillies, who continue to find ways to lose games. Yeah, it seems like it's going from bad to worse for the Phillies. Bryce Harper injured. Obviously, he's finding a way to uh, contribute as a DH, but he's not going to be able to play the field for a long time. Uh, the thing about Rodon is... I, I was all in on him, man. I, I wanted to bet him. 
at every chance I got. His last two starts have not been very good. I'm glad I backed off him because uh, he's – I think he's – you know, I talk about peaks and valleys a lot for pitchers, and he's in a little bit of a valley right now. His current form does not make me want to bet him tonight, even at plus 110, the current South Point price. So I went ahead and passed on that because I don't like the way he's been throwing the ball in his past couple starts. Uh, where are you at with pitchers making their major league debut and with that angle? Because Jason Alexander for the Brewers is going to make his major league debut today. Comes up from AAA Nashville, 264 ERA, 110 whip, 275 strikeout to walk at the AAA level. Uh, he opposes Hendricks, hasn't pitched well this season, 520 ERA, 564 fielding independent. Are you one of those that will, uh, I don't say blindly back, but will look to back the pitchers who are making their major league debuts? Yeah, a lot of times I do like that. Uh, I bet McKenzie Gore early in the season when he made his major yeah. league debut for the Padres. Uh, the thing I like most about Alexander in this spot, JVT, what I like most is that Kyle Hendricks is on the other side. So, <laughs> you know, he's, he's definitely got a beatable pitcher on the mound. Uh, for the Cubs tonight. All right, we got to wrap it up. Tomorrow we're going to be an NBA heavy show here on the edge. The yes. only uh, the prop I bet the only prop I bet so far is Marcus Smart one hundred to one to win Finals MVP. That was the Circus Sports. How about you? Uh, no props yet uh, in terms of uh, the uh, the series. I think I'm going to be on Boston. Actually, I know I'm going to be on Boston. I want to wait to see what the market does in Game One. Uh, maybe just not just maybe Matt be on uh, Boston plus four. Hopefully uh, when it comes to the NBA Finals. Um, and we'll see about some props in terms of uh, NBA Finals MVP. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that a Jalen Brown might be a pretty good play. want to shop around for some numbers, though, when it comes to that. All right. Although, I'm in a pretty tough situation. I don't think I'm going to hedge on that 66-1. to 1. Is that right? Not at all? No, I don't know. I think I'm going to ride this thing out. I have faith that they're going to win this thing. So we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But uh, 66 to one's a, a pretty big ticket to uh, not hedge at least something at some point in the series. But it's going to be a long series, and you don't have to hedge before it starts. Right. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. My guys in the desert coming up next. We'll see you, everybody. Thank you. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.